Welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Frasier podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And uh, today we are talking about episode 212, Raws in the Doghouse. Before we get in the doghouse, mm-hmm. I'd like to bring up something. Which is? I The way that you edit the podcast, mm-hmm. I have a problem with it. Okay, what is your problem? With well, I've listened to the first few seconds of several of our podcasts, uh-huh. and I want to say my voice sounds very screechy. Um, I don't edit the podcast to make you sound screechy. I know that you do that. I don't do that. To make that. your own voice sound better. I don't. One, I don't think you sound screechy, and two, I don't do anything to make your voice sound screechier. Uh, you well, I am a hawk. <laughs> yeah, so I actually work to make it sound less screechy, so it, it sounds less like a hawk and more like the person you pretend to be on the street on on the podcast. Yeah, anyways, the reason I brought before. that up because I wanted to say that you were in the doghouse now. Oh, <laughs> but For... it's not really an actual problem. Right. I'm gonna try to talk. I talk in this voice instead. <laughs> uh. Is this a better voice? <laughs> That's a perfect voice. All um, right. You know who else has a good voice? Frazier. And he's in the studio. I was going to say Roz. Roz also has a good voice. Both of them in the studio right now talking to Marie. Uh, they're talking to Marie. She who's, who's She's going out with a guy. She likes him a lot, but he's 40, but never been married. And wants to know if, it's a, if that's a problem. That's a problem. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't, I guess I don't know a lot of, like, I don't have a lot of 40 year old friends and the one, the few that I have have been married. So, uh, I don't really have a a judgment on someone who's 40 and has never been married. Uh, I think there's a lot of reasons. Um, you could be 40 and not married. You haven't found somebody you wanted to marry. Yeah. You don't want to get married. Yeah. That's fine. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I also maybe think, you're really shy and you have trouble meeting people. Could be that. Yeah. Maybe you live in a cave mm. and everyone you run across, you just like consume. Yeah, if if you happen to be um, a man-eating troll, like a literal, like not not like an internet troll, but like an actual mystical like man-eating troll, that might be part of the reason. You're not married yet. So it's really, like, it's really hard. I feel like that's the red flag. Not that they haven't right, been married. Right. But that they're a man-eating troll. Right. Because, like, it's hard to get past that. If you're dating and getting kind of serious, if you're, like, a, a human, but you're in a serious relationship with, with a, a giant cave troll that eats people, I mean, look, people are who they are. And, and, They're people, and the troll wants to eat you. Well, right, right, and uh, exactly. So I'm, I'm just saying that's a red flag. Um, that's a that's a relationship you might want to get out of uh, carefully, very, very. I, carefully. I say with a spear. Yeah, a spear. Uh, At or, least for defense and maybe a shield, because you gotta back away slowly, and he might get mad. That's true. That is true. Um, but maybe the troll has found true love, and as you've turned. The troll around. It could be. It could be that. Now, and if, the, if that is you, like the best of luck in your yeah coupledom. Yeah, I'm really excited for you. <laughs> now, if the unmarried... I'm all for. I support unlikely couples, <laughs> and I feel like a human with a 
man-eating cave troll is pretty it's unlike. A very, that's an unlikely couple. Yeah, it's it's rare. It's yeah. rare. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's pretty I'm rare. I'm really rooting for it. I saw that on that show, 25 Most Unlikeliest Couples. <laughs> oh, yeah, that show, of course. It's a countdown that happens <laughs> sometimes. Uh-huh. VH1. On VH1, okay. Right, like, right. Where, where but it's classic VH1, it's not on sure, yeah, yeah. anymore, you know? Of course. It's right after pop-up video. Right, yes. right. Um, so, Frasier is thinking that um, if a man is 40 and has never been married, it's not that he's a man-eating cave troll, but he might just have a fear of commitment, or he, he might have just gotten lucky. Ha ha! Ha ha! Ha Boo. Yeah, we're annoyed, and so is Marie, and because Marie's on a payphone. Remember payphones, kids? <laughs> uh. Um. Wow. Why yeah. are you doing that? Yeah, because the thing is, like, you call into a show like that, you usually end up on hold for a long time. We've yeah. talked about that in the past, and it's just like if you're on a payphone, you've probably gone through a lot of quarters before you finally get through to. To this guy. And also, why are you on a payphone? Like, why are you calling Frazier from a payphone? Like, why I don't know. You're home? driving in your car. Maybe your phone's on the fritz. <laughs> and so you just pull over and... Yeah, you lent... You, your phone, you borrowed... You lent it. Not uh, borrowed. You Maybe lent, you borrowed it. You, you borrowed it from fritz and you have to return it back to fritz. To <laughs> so then you have to go to the payphone. Is, he, is he wearing it as a hat? Because it's on... The Fritz. Right, right. No, it's not at the Fritz. It's not at the Fritz. It's on the Fritz. So right. it would be a hat. Um, Very common accessory during the mid-90s. Uh-huh. Hat, hat phones. Hat phones. Phone hats. Uh, it was just as that transition was happening from, like, exclusively car phones to, like... But as before people had cell phones, you had hat phones. I don't know why... Um, you would, it would seem clunky. It's very clunky. It still has, like, rotary. A lot of them are rotary phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to have an extremely long cord. <laughs> but you had to dial it, like, it was a rotary. You still had to dial it, like, it was on top of your head. You couldn't actually look at it. You just had to count out the circles and hope you were yeah, on the right yeah. number. Yeah, that was that was impractical. That's it, There's a reason that didn't get... Yeah, yeah it really went right. out of fashion yeah. really quickly. Um, so... So, uh, Roz has something to say about this. Yeah. Because Frazier thinks to give him a chance. But Roz... Well, in my personal opinion, you gotta watch out for divorced people. Right. But, uh, single people are just being careful. Mm-hmm. Being careful shoppers. Yep. Yep. They like Which to try out the merchandise and then return it within that 30-day window. <laughs> right. Um, and I wanna say, uh, give it a... I don't know. I, I feel like there's probably a lot of divorcees, like, listening mm-hmm. to this. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm sure we're very popular with the divorcees. I, I mean, no. I, I meant, um, Frasier. Oh, okay. Frasier okay. show, not meant... ours. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. I, I feel like he just, I feel like Ross has just insulted all of them by saying, <laughs> yes. like, oh, they'll just take anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I feel like if you are divorced, like, especially if you had a really, like, bad marriage not just like some people split up then are just like ah this wasn't for me right and and that's fine and but it's just like you think that would make you more careful you're not gonna like just jump right in like i right. understand you might be lonely but you're gonna be like 
I don't want to, maybe you don't want to date people. Right. Or you don't want to, if you're going to be with somebody on the long term, like, maybe you're more likely to notice the signs or whatever that something isn't going to work. I don't really know. I don't know the stats, and I don't know. Well, I mean, it really helps when they carry the sign and it says, like, hey, I do this weird stuff. (laughs) Like, I snore. I chew with my mouth open. One of my favorite ones was on, uh, on... an episode of How I Met Your Mother, and they had people had those sort of signs. It was on their luggage, and one of them was like, "Still thinks his ska band is gonna make it." Like and I show. would get with that person. <laughs> you have a ska band? Reach out to us, because <laughs> uh, we're looking for that ska version of the Fraser theme. <laughs> looking for that every day. You know, uh, you, you always say like, "I'm sure it exists," but maybe it's not on the internet. Mm-hmm. It, you know, maybe someone did it. Maybe th- maybe that just doesn't intersect with those circles, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like ska bands. Ska bands. You, a Venn diagram. Of, of people who are in ska bands and people who play the Frasier theme. Oh, or I meant like people that like Frasier. Maybe, oh, okay, maybe yeah. they don't connect. Maybe no, uh, Look, at this time, everybody liked ska and everybody watched Frasier. And everyone was in a ska band. Right. Because there's so many people in a ska band, so it was highly likely you were in one, even by accident. Right, no, exactly. If you just fall into one, you're just like, just out playing your trumpet, and suddenly like there's ten other people around you, and you're just like, I don't know what just happened. And then you're just selling millions of records. (laughs) Uh, That that happened. That happened all the time. In the late 90s, like, like, ska band was an epidemic. Like, 97% of the population had come down with ska band. And, like, you never know what's going to happen. I very serious. I read this about... I saw this on VH1. (laughs) 25 most deadliest ska-demics. Yes. I was thinking musical pandemics, but ska-demics. I like ska-demics. I I feel like that sounds like the name of a ska band. The, the, like, ska-demics. Yeah, if you're in the band, <laughs> give us a shout. I was in the phobophobes. Yeah, we're not talking about your scademic. No, we're not, but that's true. That dude anyway. was in a ska band, so uh, it's true. We have proof about how he fell into a ska band. He was just, like, walking around one day and suddenly <laughs> got, like, absorbed into it. He was just, like, just singing into himself, and, like, suddenly he's just, like, skanking down the street. <laughs> yeah. Just lost control. It, it, it was it was tragic. It was tragic. It took years of rehabilitation to recover. Anyway. Uh, Some but, of us are still in recovery. I mean, we're not hearing any ska music on KACL. What we're hearing is a station break. Because that's what they're going to. They've, they've ended the call and they're headed to a station break. Even though, like, it's weird they just had one. So it's going. Yeah, we're, we, we find out that it's weird because Roz has got to pay the meter. Because uh-huh. she couldn't find parking. Yeah. Which just seems strange. Yeah. Although, but, you know, it's a city. So maybe it's true. Maybe the lot fills up. Maybe, yeah. Also, maybe I think father... It's, Whatever, Father Ted, not Father Mike. Ted, Father Mike. <laughs> yeah. he, he he drives a Hummer and takes two seats. Yeah, one of those two, hum, Hummer two limos. Seats, two <laughs> two parking spaces. Oh my God! Then he takes like five yeah, parking yeah. spaces. He's a, he's a, yeah. Father Mike only exclusively rides a stretch Hummer uh, with the like bulletproof Pope mobile bubble on top of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. in case. Right, uh, right. And then has to park that a- across a whole bunch of spaces. So Roz didn't get there before Father Mike, so she had to park on a meter, and she has to run out and pay it, which 
So she she's running out, and in the hall, Bulldog bends down. He, like, is in the hallway, and he bends down to pick something. He drops something. Mm-hmm. And Roz is uh, turned the other way, and she's, she turns around to, like, run to yeah. go to the meter and just falls right over Bulldog. Yeah, which is an impressive bit of uh, uh, physical, uh, you know, f- flippery happening in this uh, it was very flippy it was very flippy uh, and uh no and she's she's hurting she is hurting she can't get back into the studio every which... every personality is joined them yeah i don't understand they just all hang out here yeah i i mean that's the thing because gill know. shows up mm-hmm. and then like bulldog sort of apologizes right or does he say anything uh i mean i, think I mean he helps her yeah he helps her over, and yeah. like fraser and they're all like trying to carry her like out of the way right right, right. um because she's hurt herself right and um yeah and then like Roz is like the show yeah and he's like we'll get someone to fill in for you and and she's like no you've like dead air and, right. like you gotta go right which okay so that whole sequence only took like 10 seconds she wasn't gonna make it back in time anyway like she it, she was barely she would barely have been at the end of the hall let alone downstairs paid the meter made it back up made it to the thing like she wasn't going to be back in time. Yeah, it was like maybe 30 seconds. Yeah, there's no chance. It was chance. one commercial. Yeah. And apparently there had already been 20 seconds. Yeah, I mean... So maybe there it was like a minute. Yeah. I mean, there is some magical time stuff that happens in this studio. This fool... It, this fool... This fool <laughs> is trying to say words. <laughs> uh, this show is like the, the premiere... It's like the TARDIS... Time Lord, Frasier Time Lord, next yep. confirmed Time Lord is Frasier. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, I, mean, I think we've talked a lot about American, uh, with the American Doctor Who, and uh, clearly the studio is a TARDIS. And, uh, but yeah, it, does, it doesn't follow regular time rules. It doesn't. It clearly doesn't. Um, it's also bigger on the inside. I don't yeah. know how a building is somehow bigger. I guess that could happen. That could happen. It's like that one building in uh, uh, down on Boylston Street. It, 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 there's a building called the New England, and it, I always assume that somehow, even though it's in New England, all of New England is inside it. Like if you walk in, it's just all, the whole all of New England. Yeah, you just... can you know go to New Hampshire and Vermont and right. Maine, like all of those places, yeah. just within the building. Yeah, just get in the elevator, and but it takes somehow you... it exists just in Massachusetts. Yeah, on one street. Like, yeah, yeah, in, no, like, just... one normal-sized building spot. <laughs> right. Um, crazy magic. That's some crazy magic. So, you know, Gil's taking Roz's shoe off to check her, check out her injury, and, and, and I like, he's, like, he seems very concerned. Um, and, you know, Roz is worried because it seems pretty bad. But it's just that uh, it's been a long time since her last pedicure. Cause, oh, Gil... Gil, how you? How do you recognize pedicure misfortune? I mean, it, it probably she he can tell it's chipped and stuff like it or that maybe her toenails are too long. You know, ew! Like you can trim your own toenails. Maybe she doesn't. Like maybe she doesn't. I never. Well, yeah, I guess she's dating a cave troll. She doesn't need to. No, exactly. Exactly. I guess if you're wearing open, if you're just wearing flip flops, you can just have your like toenails like grow like ten feet. <laughs> I mean, I, I would never do that. I, I I used to use my my toenails to reach high shelves. I would just 
get on uh, balance on them. Stop! Ew! Stop! Stop! You just do like the Michael Jackson. Yeah, like... yeah. But on my nails. Ah! Ew! <laughs> oh my god! Ew! And ow! And ew! And ow! Yeah. Ew! Oh. I am horrified. You've horrified uh, everyone that is listening. It's uh, horrifying. I, and, and 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 I'm feeling a little bad and bored. <laughs> uh, maybe because that's the name of the next section. That's strange. That is strange. Weird coincidence. Yep. So this is uh, we get to see Roz's house for the first time. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, so uh, I really like Roz's Roz's apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think we saw it one other time because did we see it when? <sighs> When the traffic guy, like... She talks about it. I thought they, like, showed they a second showed of it. No, because the, the only time you actually see... So, you mean when Chopper Dave... She yeah, talks about Chopper, Chopper Dave. Dave I can't remember anyone's name right now. When he's, like, buzzing her apartment. Mm-hmm. The only... No, they only show him doing that to Frasier. She just talks about it. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so this is definitely the first time we've seen her apartment. I also just want to point out, apparently she took Gil's comment to heart because she's painting her toenails. Yes! Yes! <laughs> so good like, callback! So it must have uh, must have gotten to her. Um, so, uh, but were you going to say something about her apartment? I just really like how it's set up. You know, she's got the, like, leopard, like, bedspread. Uh-huh. And she has, like, what appears to be a restaurant booth in her house. Yeah, it looks, yeah, that's what it looks like. Which is awesome. It is pretty cool. I want a booth in my house. (laughs) Uh, Everything about, like, she has a little step up and she has the, like, balcony area. mm -hmm. And just, like, everything about her house is awesome. And I want to live there. And it's such a great, like, TV bedroom. You're just like, yes, I want to be there all the time. (laughs) Well, especially, it's, it's interesting because there's such a common thing with, like, people with apartments they couldn't possibly afford and i feel like most people on tv who have worse jobs than radio producer have a better apartment than roz and this one it's like this kind of makes sense like i I like it because it seems charming yeah yeah um it's like delightfully cluttered yes yeah. It just, it's not even cluttered. It just has a lot of, like, visual stuff. And I feel right. like that fits Ross's character. Like, I, I think, like, the people that designed it did a really good job yeah. of, like, getting the character and the little details here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Frasier is at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he knocks and she's like, who is it? And she's, he's like, Frasier. And she's like, the door's open. Right. Why is your door open? Why do you have your door unlocked? Like, I know she lives in an apartment complex. Yeah. But that freaks me out. Yeah, especially because, as as we know from Martin, there is a lot of, like, there are a lot of serial killers around. You know, I mean, like, you know. Yeah, the Daphne's, Daphne like, letter home. Writing, yeah, yeah, Daphne's just writing a letter about a serial killer, like, and, uh. Yeah, yeah, and you never know when an armed assassin's gonna try to get you. <laughs> it's true. There's that assassin that tried to kill Martin. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing he's still out there. I'm sure he is. Yeah, so... And I mean, but I mean, there's so many decapitations and things that Martin's always investigating. Like, yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. We hear, like, how bad the, like, waiting room, like, hanging out in the emergency room, mm-hmm. like, and waiting, and, like, how... 
you know, all those people with gunshot wounds got him before she did. Right. Which, by the way, confirming what we were just saying, because uh, I've been in plenty, I've been in a fair number of emergency rooms. I've never seen someone with a gunshot. <laughs> okay, wound. okay, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-huh. I've been in a fair amount of emergency rooms. Uh-huh. Uh, no contacts there. It's just like well, I'm constantly in emergency rooms because of all the like accidents I've been in. Well, that's about right. But who's never been? It's not like anyone. Have... No, I think it's pretty common to to like you know sometimes you hurt yourself in the middle yeah. of the night. You can't go to a regular doctor, so right. you have to go to the emergency room. Right. Or you know you break some you break a bone or something. I've done that. You know I've broke had minor bone breaks. I've had a really bad splinter that I had to go. The only to the thing I have room. broke is some dancing. You broke some dancing. Oh, because you're break dancing. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, glad you had to explain it out. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I've never seen a gunshot wound while waiting in a in an emergency room. You don't see those because they go to the front of the line. <laughs> They're not just, like, hanging out, sitting next to you, just like... Bleh, bleh, bleh. That's the sound blood makes. Uh-huh. pours out of you from but your that, gunshot a... <laughs> wound. But that's what she's saying. The guy saying. is just, like, calmly sitting there. He's like, gotta wait my turn. <laughs> it's like Beetlejuice, you know? And it's like, he has that, like, really long, uh-huh. like, number. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he doesn't, like, want to have that long number. But he, this guy, this guy is very polite. He's like, I've been shot, but I'll wait my turn. <laughs> A 555 millionth place. <laughs> you know, uh, this guy with toe fungus. Can go in before me. I'm fine. I, I, I you know, just holding the wound closed. <laughs> I'll make it. Uh-huh. So, um, we find out about Weird Bruce. Yep. Yeah, Fraser had, uh, he, he was able to do the rest of the show. He had Weird Bruce from Engineering took over. I just like, I love when people have these names like this. Uh-huh. Like, about your coworkers. I mean, no one knows that they're these things. Right. But it's like Weird Bruce. Right, right. And like, everyone knows who you're talking about. Uh-huh. I mean, it's kind of bad. Like, you shouldn't have names. You shouldn't be talking behind yeah. people's backs. But, right. I think in TV shows, go for it. <laughs> right, right. So, TV writers out there, just go for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Every show should have a Weird Bruce. <laughs> I don't know if I've really had people, like, I've worked in places where people had nicknames like that. Uh, like, there's one guy that I always, outside of work, refer to as, like, the office funny guy with air quotes. But that's because, like, he thinks he's funny and he's not. But, like, we don't. nobody has names like, you know... You mean Seinfeld? Yeah, that's exactly. I, I, I work with Jerry Seinfeld, and he's always there acting like he's funny. And, no, I just mean, like, there isn't, like, weird, you know, there isn't, like, Smelly Steve or, Well, like, maybe that's because you were Smelly Steve. Maybe, but I'm, maybe I'm Smelly Steve. I could be. Maybe no, I'm... it'd probably be Dashing Dave. Nah, or Dodo Dave. I was gonna say Dodo Dave. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. You're, you're extinct. Endangered. Instinct? Extinct, yes. Both. Both of those. <laughs> At one time, they were endangered. That was, like, 200 years ago, and now they're extinct. I was. I always think, like, Maybe certain longer. things are are extinct, and then I'm like, oh, those are extinct, and which is sad, and then I find out they're, they're just endangered, and I'm like, oh, yay, they're still around! <laughs> yeah. They're still pulling through. <laughs> right. 
which is actually happy to find out. Yeah. Um, but also like kind of still sad. Yeah, yeah. At, at, at the same time, but I get you know it's just like oh, uh, you know it's just like if you woke up and you're like Dinah's dead. And then, and then I wasn't. Yeah, well, be, it would be nice for you. I mean, yes. I mean, I don't know. It's still a horrifying situation, but yeah, I'd be happy well, yeah. to find out that you're not. Maybe I was just holding my breath. I was just, I was doing like a punk. I was trying to punk you. Yeah, please don't punk me to make me think you're dead, ever. Well, mm. I do it on a regular basis. Well, you don't do the timing very well because I've never come across you where I thought you were dead. Well, that's because uh, you do the shake of life. Of course. And you yeah. reanimate me. Of course, yes. Yeah. I look different. Every time you've animated me, I've never looked the same. Like, I have to say your drawing technique has really improved since <laughs> you first started. Uh, so, good job. Yep. Yeah. Though, I mean, sometimes, so they say, dead is better. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so, weird Bruce. Weird Bruce. And weird Dave and Dinah. Yeah, we're weird. I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> Uh, apparently it went fine with Weird Bruce today, it did, which is it interesting. Did. Uh, um, I mean, Fraser has a present. He does have a present. Well, he also makes a comment about uh, Roz. He, she has a whole bunch of boots over her bed, and he apparently thinks she's taken one from each of the guys she was with. Well, I would imagine a pair. Well, maybe a pair. Maybe the guys are just leaving the boots there. Like so, his implication is that she exclusively sleeps with guys that wear boots. And makes them leave barefoot. But maybe they have socks. Well, okay. But, like, that's That the... is a walk of shame. <laughs> that is a walk of shame. But that's the weird implication that Frazier's making They're wearing their there. spurs on their socks. Yeah. Like, I get that Frazier wants to take every opportunity he can to make Roz feel ashamed for sleeping with guys. But, like, this is a weird one. I don't even understand what this... It is a little strange. But uh, but yes, as you were saying, she he has a present. He has a he's brought a present, and mm. he says like, he quotes Freud, and he said, "There's only two things to make us make us happy, um, work and love." Mm-hmm. She's touched. She's she's, touched. she's very touched. Which I want to be by this. Well, no, because of of what what's to come. Yeah, it turns out it's work. It's work, and yeah. uh, he suggests, "Hey, why in your downtime?" You should answer these fan mail. Mm-hmm. Um, but just remember this time, death threats don't get photos. <laughs> right. How many death threats is he getting? I don't know. I well, mean... are they all just from Derek Mann? <laughs> yeah. They're all probably. just like, Derek Mann is just like writing like letter after letter after letter after letter. <laughs> yeah. Because he has nothing better to do. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm curious what Roz was thinking when, okay, so Frazier says like, work or love she's not expecting work so yeah but they obviously they love each other in a friendly way i i guess i just it's love people are always like love is a strong word but people love their friends yeah there's uh, having more love for people is Mm -hmm. is fine and and there's different strengths of it kind of like you know alcohol you got your five percent and your, <laughs> you know ten percent and forty percent and like just hundred percent you're dead yeah and um it's like that uh-huh. and maybe they're they're probably at a five percent okay i probably not a five percent probably like a twenty percent sure sounds good that sounds good that makes sense yes 
I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Roz and Fraser are at 20% love. 20% so. love. The, the meter isn't full. <laughs> you know who, who doesn't Cause... have a lot of love? Hmm. Bulldog. That's weird, because he knocks at the door. That's what... I know. I know. I was getting there. He's He knocks at the door, and... Uh... <laughs> He knocks at the door, and, um... This is so good. This is so good. Why? Because, uh, why? Because because there's a knock, and Roz is like, who is it? And it's Bulldog, and she's immediately like, oh, we gotta pretend we're not here. And it's just like... And it was funny, because we paused the show, and then Dave said, well, Roz just said, who is it? Uh-huh. And so, obviously, they can't pretend that they're not there. <laughs> right. Unpause the show. Frazier says the exact same thing. Uh-huh. Like that isn't gonna work, and uh-huh. it's just like her like face. It's just like oh. <laughs> yeah. But I I I I think it's great because you know Frazier actually goes and opens the door for Bulldog, even though the door is open. Uh-huh. It's unlocked. Maybe maybe he doesn't want Bulldog to know that she's leaving the door unlocked. That's true. Um. So. Or he's just being polite and doesn't have an injured foot. That's true. Bulldog brings like some deli, mm-hmm. um, some pastrami, coleslaw, and French fries. Yeah, but he can't find the French fries. Yep, yeah. and we have our classic bulldog freak out. And then he finds them. Of course, he finds them because that's what always he happens. always finds them. He always, he always finds, finds it. But I, I'm okay. He doesn't say pastrami sandwich. He just says pastrami. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like what? Does he assume that she is bread? I don't know. I, or do you think, like, I he think just said, like, pastrami, and it means, like, I brought a pastrami sandwich. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I think he means I do a not even know what pastrami is. I think, I'm pretty sure it's, like, a, a kind of ham-based cold cut thing. I'm not sure exactly. Hey, I like that it's ham-based. Well, because it's not just, like, I mean, it's some sort of, I mean, not ham-based, uh, pork. It's some sort of pork product, I think. Uh, but I don't know so exactly. So it's Spam. It's not spam. Yeah, everything that's that's pork based is spam. Yes. Spam, 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 spam. Uh, I've Fine. eaten it before, but I don't actually entirely know what it is. Um, so uh, Bulldog offers to like heat everything up for her. Yeah. Because apparently he bought this like hours ago, and it's already <laughs> cold. Well, yeah. Um, and she's like, "No, I'm not hungry." And he's like, "Well, that probably means you don't want this." Mm-hmm. Like, and he has like a, a bottle of hooch. Yeah, well, it's wild turkey. It's, not, it's hooch. It's not hooch. It's it's Turner hooch. and hooch. It's neither Turner. It's not wild Turner. It's wild turkey. It, and um, she's just like, yeah, pour me some of that. <laughs> yeah. So when he's in the uh, kitchen trying mm-hmm. to chip some ice. Off the freezer. Yeah. Because she, she, has, she has no ice. Uh-huh. Freezer's just like, I gotta get out of here because I'm going to opera. Right. And she's, Roz is like, no, you cannot leave me here with him because he's just gonna hit on me the entire right, right. time. And he's like, there's nothing I can do. Right. Because he's got the tickets. He's meeting up he's with gotta people. He's gotta go. He has to go. He's gotta go. It's like three hours long. Mm-hmm. And, uh... He, I like, he's like, you can call me anytime, except now, because I'm going to opera. Yeah. Or, and tomorrow and, I Or an... after, because of dinner, and then I'm going to bed, and then tomorrow... He gets squashed. Yeah. yeah. And, and just like, oh, you can call me at four. 
And I, my first thought was, are you doing the show tomorrow? Because yeah, yeah. your show goes till five. <laughs> right. Um, just call me in call, the middle of the you show. You can call into the show, you know, just, uh, I'll just give you some so advice. So I'm assuming it's Saturday. I guess, the next yeah. Day, in the next day. Mm-hmm. So Bulldog, like, emerges from the kitchen with the two drinks. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I get you more, I'm going to get you more ice once the feeling in my forehead comes back. <laughs> right. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, well, I mean, clearly he's bashing the side he of the He does forehead. bash things with his head all the time, Yeah. Though. So, but I, my first thought is, wouldn't it be easier if you didn't have feeling in your forehead? Yeah. Well, he says that a lot, because he's said that before when he's, like, smashed his head and then been like, you know, do it over here. I've got still got some feeling there. And, again, yeah, don't you want to, if you're going to smash your head into stuff, don't you want to not be able to feel it? Right. It's really weird. So, I think this is really sweet. Like, Bulldog offers to paint her toenails. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Because she can't do it because it hurts too much. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting. Why is that? Because why does it hurt too much to, like, bend over at the waist and paint your toenails? Be- because, probably because she has to, like, bend her foot towards her to, like, Oh, uh, yeah, paint that's it. true, that's true. It would be awkward. It would be um, awkward. that's, yeah. Because I never, I don't have my leg out like that. I usually have my knee bent. Yeah, but she, it would probably hurt to bend her knee. Yeah. So. Um, so he he does it. Yep. You know, but it. then she, she doesn't want any part of this. But he's just like, I'm just gonna do it. She's trying to like get him out of there. Mm-hmm. He does compliment her feet. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, really? You don't think they're too big? And he, <laughs> his response is, You kidding? I could get this whole thing in my mouth easy. Which, I'm sorry, like. Even if you don't, you don't. If, unless you have some super tiny feet, you'd have to have a giant mouth to fit like someone's well, whole foot. Well, he does foot. have a big mouth. He does have a big mouth, but like to fit someone's whole foot. What a weird! Means, and also, what a weird thing to is, say. Yeah, yeah. It is such a weird thing, and I get like that's the point, and yeah. it's really funny. But it's just like, what? You're weird. <laughs> like you're weirder than I thought. Uh-huh. He basically says like, if I'm nice to you, you'll be nice to me. Then she sort of like stands up, yeah. and I just like feel like this must be really painful. Yeah. Plus, it's gonna mess up her toenails. Yeah. She just it's like even the two that she just painted. Like it's gonna get so messed up if you're like jumping around on it. Like. Well, like, she's she's apprehensive. She doesn't know what this means. Yeah. Plus, she doesn't have her toe separators in. Dave is an expert. I've, on I've watched you enough. I've watched you do it enough. And I watched not... you do it. <laughs> I've never, I've never done that. But yeah, she doesn't have any toe separators. She's going to mess this all up. She is going to mess it up. So, so we find out that Bulldog wants Ross to produce his show. Yeah. And I thought he had a good thing going with the guy that was producing it. I thought so too, yeah. Because but... he's like, I'm not really into the guy that's producing it now. And I'm like, really? You guys seem to have a thing going on. Yeah, maybe it just, I don't know, maybe they had a falling out. Sometimes um, that stuff just happens. So she kind of feels flattered because he's like, you're the best. I want you to be on my show. And, mm-hmm. and Frazier never compliments her. Right. So mm-hmm. she, it feels good. And uh, he goes back to painting her nails. And he's like, well, I always get what I want. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of how the scene ends. Well, yeah. he makes that comment about yeah. Michael oh. Jordan. No, George Foreman. That's, that's yeah. it. Because like, he wanted to interview George, George Foreman. Um, George Michael. It wasn't George Michael or Michael Jordan. It was George Foreman. 
who turned him down and but he eventually got him to like do the interview and all he had to do was paint his toenails four times. Which really? <laughs> I like the idea. I'm gonna guess He doesn't say it as a joke. I know. But I'm assuming it is meant to be a joke, but if it's not, I love the idea of George Foreman A getting his nails painted at all and B getting painted by Bulldog. Like letting like some ra- random radio guy like paint your nails when you have no intention of doing his show. You've turned him down for an interview, but you're still like, yeah, I mean, you can paint my toenails. That's fine. I won't do the interview, but you can paint but, my nails. Yeah. I'm I, down for that. I, I love the idea of it as not actually a they joke. They just hang out on the regular. Yeah. I um, won't I won't let you record me talking to you, but I'll talk to you and let you paint my toenails. Um, maybe they don't talk. Maybe not. Maybe it's silently painting the nails. That seems so incredibly awkward. <laughs> yeah, it does. Also, um, if you're being nice to someone because you want to get something from them, generally saying... I'm hoping if I'm nice to you, you'll be nice to me. Don't is, say that. Is a bad idea. I mean, don't be nice to people just to get something. That right, you right, want. right. But be nice to them because you want to be nice to them. Be nice right. to everyone. Actually, be kind. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if you're if you're kind of trying to like negotiate or work something out or whatever, and you do something as sort of like a nice gesture as part of that, you don't then say by the way, I'm doing this thing to help convince you to do what I want. Because then it's like, oh, well, then that's empty and I don't, it's worthless. Like, I don't care about it anymore because you're just doing it to trick me into being nicer to you. So, poor negotiation uh, skills, Bulldog. Well, it is Bulldog and he just hit his head into, like, freezer ice. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Uh, Which is impressive because... I don't, I feel like fridges now don't have that problem where, like, ice accumulates all around the, like, the inside of it. It can. It can. Depends on how you've got it set, and it depends on the fridge, I think. But, um, because, like, we had one at work that we just actually got rid of that wasn't that old, but, um, when they unplugged it, they had to, like, wait for the ice to melt enough that they could actually remove it, because it definitely had a solid, like, crust of ice on the outside. Yeah, that's how, how I get... My pizza's made with an ice crust. With <laughs> an ice crust? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's and my favorite kind of crust. Does it hold together in the oven well? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's impressive. Be... Well, I mean, like, it's made that way. It's like, that's what I order. It... Oh, okay. Cool. Like, I don't make that. I get right. it specialty made. Like, it's right. specialty pizza. Okay, so, but does it... It's like, you know, stuffed crust, pan crust. Right, right. Personal pan pizza, you mean? Um, well, not personal. Deep dish. This it doesn't have to be personal, you know. Like <laughs> Look, deep dish. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, deep dish. And uh, yeah, ice crust. Ice crust. Ice crust. Now, but is the rest of it like a normal pizza? Is it like regular crust, like regular dough, on the bottom, and then ice crust on the outside, or is no. it all ice? It's all ice. It's all ice. Okay. And the toppings are uh, marshmallows and uh, ice cream. I get an ice cream sauce. Okay. So essentially what you've made is a is a is a plate of ice with a rim. Yeah. That you put ice cream in. I guess on. Right, right, right. Okay. That's that's what I'm saying. And the plate has But do you eat the ice? Do you eat the ice also? Well yeah, it's flavored. It's flavored ice. Oh, yeah. it's flavor ice. Like yeah, the, yeah, like, like it's flavor ice. Things. Oh, okay, cool. Delicious. Yeah, yeah, I get, I, I get. I get the green. 
Like, I get, oh, that's not one of the choices. It's like oh. oregano. Oregano. Oregano flavored flavor, flavor rice. Okay, cool. Um, Grass. I imagine, well, I imagine both of those would still be green. They're just not the green flavor. Right, rice right, right. It's about. not, yeah, it's not the purple stuff, right? Right. It's not like lime flavored. It's a regular. They have flavor. a purple one. It's plum. <laughs> it's a mm. plum dipping sauce uh-huh. that you get for samosas. Uh-huh. I, see. I don't know why you put ice cream on this, like, savory that, that ice a- crust. Um, so You're the one that orders it, so. I, know. I'm strange. I have a weird taste. I'm weird Dinah from engineering. <laughs> so. <laughs> So we're back in Fraser's apartment, and uh, Daphne is um, doing some massage work on Roz. Yep. Checking her out. Yeah. So I'm guessing, well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, so I'm guessing it's not broken. I yeah. think it must be sprained. Yeah, because she's talking about, because uh, she says you have to... The bandage is too tight. She's got to get more blood to it to heal up the ligaments. So the ligaments are basically... If you injured your ligaments, then that means you basically it's a sprain. Yeah, she did that thing where... What is that called? You had an ankle injury. What's your ankle injury called? It was a sprain. Oh, it's just a sprain? But th- what do you call... Like, you turn it. You turn your ankle... Turn, turn... I mean, I rolled my ankle. Rolled! Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, okay. that's it. I, did, I mean, turning your ankle, ankle is also... Ankle rolls are my favorite to get at the pizza place. Okay, I'm done. Um, but, I mean, you can also say turn. That's why I was confused by your question, because you can say you turn your ankle also. But, yeah, rolled, usually. So then Martin and Niles come in the door. Niles brought, bought Martin some new shoes mm-hmm. that have some tassels. They do have tassels. Because Niles loves tassels. He does. Um, and, the, and the shoes are, are made by a man in Florence. Mm-hmm. And it's a very big deal when he makes shoes. <laughs> the entire village celebrates. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're very rare they are. So, is there a special store that sells these shoes? Because I feel like this is something you buy on an online site, but <laughs> yeah. this did not exist then. So he must have got. He either did it through like a mail order. Yeah, but, but it's. He, they say like he got me new shoes, so they must be in stock at some weird place that Nile shops. Yeah, well, so that's the thing. If it's a, if it's so rare, for he's this not guy going to the DSW. Shoes. He's right. not going. It's somebody, some weird kind of boutique shoe boutique. Right. And they get these specially made. Right, but then where did, I don't know. Yeah, this whole thing is sort of weird because I don't get where they would, where you go. I feel like a small boutique because you get it from independent like sellers you know it's like oh this place sells it like you know like you can be like your own independent brand right like a right. small brand right but then you work with other places um and the place will buy it for wholesale and they sell it so you can have it be sold at multiple different places sure sure i get that what i'm saying is this okay the this guy the village that he lives in has this big celebration every time he completes a single pair of shoes, which implies he's not even finishing a pair of shoes every day. Because otherwise the village would just be like in constant celebration. Maybe so, they are. So I'm wondering how you would have a boutique somewhere that's selling shoes from a guy who makes a pair of shoes every few days or whatever. Um, like, 
how did it ever have any in stock? And if how they it- don't, maybe Niles has got the skinny on it, and the guy's like, I got the shoes. But the thing is, like, if he's only making one pair of shoes, it's not going to come in different sizes. Right. So you probably, okay, so this is what happened is, Niles goes to the place, oh, special order, I'm special right. ordering these shoes for my for my dad in the place, and he calls the guy, and they speak in Italian, <laughs> and they're just like, yes, uh, I need a shoe in, in this color, maybe mm. he says this thing, right, and he's right. like, okay, I get the work on those, maybe they have, like, a system... Okay. Where they work hand in hand, it's like you you order it, and he specially makes them for you. But then, why like, would Martin have to go there to get it? Because he wanted to try them on at the plant. I don't know <laughs> when he's like, hey, Martin, I got a surprise for you, Dad. I have a surprise for you. Here are these tassel shoes. He's just like, I thought we we're going to like Heidel's little Heidelberg. Heidel, <laughs> no. Who, 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 Hooters. Hooters? Little Heidelberg? Yeah, that's not what it's called. Um, uh, Hoppies. I think it was Hoppies, Little Heidelberg. But I, but I'm, I'm dropping that. He, he thought they were going to Hooters together. <laughs> okay. Because you know Martin would go to Hooters. I feel like Martin would go to Martin Hooters. Martin would go to Hooters. Come on. But I don't think it would fall for Niles implying that they were going to Hooters. Well, it no. It's a lie. The, oh, sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, but I also feel like Martin would just go to Hooters because he really likes wings. He'd be like, oh, yeah, they have really great wings there. Yeah. What are you implying, Fraser? <laughs> and Fraser would be like, ah, and then that that's a whole episode. I just wrote an episode of Fraser <laughs> right now. So um, they didn't go to Hooters. They got new shoes. Um, Fraser is coming home. He just got home as well. Yep. This place is bustling. Everyone is here. Yes. Um, uh, again, strangely, Frazier says he had a great show today. Yeah, he cut a n- narcissist down to size. He did. You know what? This is the next day. This is the yeah. next day because he asked about Bulldog. So yeah. this is the next day. So it isn't a Saturday. He said to call at four during the show. Oh, yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. What the heck time is their actual show? I'm pretty it sure it was like two to five. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's saying to tomorrow call sometime after four, but their show definitely goes till five. We've gone over this a number of times. That's weird. Uh, unless he, unless it's changed, but, and that's what he was talking about. But yeah, this is, that's really weird. Um, so Frazier asks how last night went for Roz and Roz is like, oh, Bulldog ain't so bad. Mm-hmm. And Niles and Frazier have this little thing kind of going back and forth like, ooh, you, oh, you know, like Frazier's like, Bulldog was wearing the same clothes and this and, and I'm just like, I think Bulldog would just like go to work wearing the same clothes, honestly. Yeah, yeah. That seems like something So, but there's this whole implication that they'd slept together, which, mm-hmm. come on, she's injured! <laughs> yeah. She's gonna be off her game. Yeah, plus, she says they didn't, so... Just believe her. Yeah, like, she's pretty open about, like, when she sleeps with people or whatever, and also if she wasn't, that's her right to not be, but, like, yeah, they're just, they're such jerks about the implications. Well, it's very, they, it's very, seems very, like, junior high, what they're doing. Yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. even, like, Martin, they, like, Martin comes in there, he's like, what's going on? He's like, hee hee, they slept together. Uh-huh. And, you know, he's just like, mm, 
kind of like what's his reaction he doesn't seem to really have one not really because i think roz is it's more about roz saying that she it didn't happen and all that you know all because she, like she's offended basically and um well fraser says like bulldog bringing gifts you know he's like bringing the gifts there you know he's up to something right and daphne um, disagrees yeah, because Niles is always bring brings her gifts, and he's not after anything. <laughs> right. And then everyone has a look. Like, Martin has a look, and yeah. Frasier has a look, and, like, Niles goes all silent. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just really, like, this was done really well. Yeah. So this actually shows how little, like, Daphne gets it. Yeah. She Which has no idea. Which I still no think idea. is weird I for think her character. But, yeah, she's completely oblivious. Uh, but every single other person knows. But they like to write her as both kind of charmingly naive. Yeah. But, and, I don't I don't think she's stupid, but I think she comes across as very naive. Yeah. Um, and, but then also, I think she's smart. She's, like, got street smarts. <laughs> right. And they talk about that, like right. how she knows these things, and I just feel like, how is she not picking up on this? Yeah, I feel like she really would have. So, um, we find out that uh, Bulldog wants, you know, Roz to be his his uh, producer. Right. Fraser's convinced that can't be true. That it's just a ploy, he's just trying to get into her pants. So, Roz and Fraser like, have this huge fight, and they're just calling each other, like, nasty names. Yes. Well, because, I mean, and it's understandable because Fraser's really being a jerk about this. This implication that basically it's impossible that Roz... It's almost like he's... She's not a good enough producer for Bulldog Bulldog to ask ask her to do it. Right. And, yeah, that's... I mean, regardless of whether or not um, he's right... She's right to be angry about this because it's really, really like offensive and rude. But this, like this fight scene, is really funny. It is I funny, think. yeah. It's because it's just so childish, mm-hmm. and uh, so just Ross quits. She's basically like, you know, well, fine. If the, you know, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go work for Bulldog now, and you're right. gonna be sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, of course, like she tries to leave dramatically. Right. She's and because like, she's like, I'm out of here, and she just like w- is limping to the door, like <laughs> on her crutches, and yeah. like she gets to the door and she's like, oh, my purse, okay. and and it's such a great scene because right. then she like turns around to go back, uh-huh. and it and it's just like they've done this before, you know, like everyone, le- you know, like um, Lilith leaving but getting her like purse caught in the <laughs> right, door, yeah. and like th- this happens a lot, and I I think. Even though it's happened, I think it still comes across as really new and really funny. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this whole scene is really, really funny, but also sad. It is sad. It's sad. I was also, Roz is not very good on crutches. I don't know how to walk on crutches. Well, the thing is, I think her crutches are too long for her. So, like, she can't actually swing on them. She can't do the full rotation on them. So she just kind of, like, is edging forward on it in a sort of odd way that like, because she can't lift herself up all the way that, that she should be able to. Yeah, need some uh, shorter crutches. That's why they're adjustable. But anyway, so the next day, we're now in a new, we're now in a new scene. We're at the studio, and uh, apparently even though two days ago, half of the show was fine because 
with Weird Bruce producing. And uh, today and yesterday, Weird Bruce produced, and it was fine. And it's not as good this time for some reason. We don't know why, but you know, Fraser's like, "Hey, who do we have? Who's our next caller?" And he's just like, "What's your fave number? <laughs> What's your favorite?" And and he's, I just like he's like three, and and it's just like a dial tone. Uh-huh. I really like the scene, one, because I like when they show these characters that look really like, oh, this is really grunge era. Yeah. This like, guy is, this guy is like, if you... He's in Pearl Jam. He's... <laughs> he's in Pearl Jam, like... Basically, he he's basically Seattle, if Seattle were a person, like if I mid-90s... I swear you have said this before on the podcast. I don't think I have. Describing somebody else. Yes. I don't know if I yes, have. Yes, you have. I don't think I have. I feel if, like you have. If Weird Bruce were mid nineties Seattle. Is is mid nineties Seattle as a person? He's yeah. Got the flannel, the the long brown hair. The I like that you have to like specify that it's brown. It's important because you don't like when you. Think but it's about on that, straight, isn't it? Kind of curly. Kind of curly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying. I, like, I'm saying he's Pearl Jam. <laughs> I'm saying he's Pearl Jam. He is Pearl Jam. Yeah, so he, Fraser decides he's going to take the call himself. Yeah, because it's not working out. Right. So then Francesca's on the phone, mm-hmm. and she's really scared that her she's going to come home, and her boyfriend's not going to be there, and she and she feels like it all stems down to, I think, like, her father. Her father left the family and never came back. Uh, she's, so She's got a real fear of abandonment. People are going to leave at any moment. And then... um, but that Frasier says, you know, well, I'm here for you, Francesca. And then, um, and she's just like, well, so thank you. You know, she's just like, I'm so scared people I count on are just going to disappear. And then it's the dial tone. Yeah. Which, I don't know if you would hear the dial tone on the air. I don't know. Uh, I will say, I don't. The what again? I, uh, back when I used to listen to talk radio, I don't think I ever heard dial tones. Like now, you don't even up. hear dial tones well, anymore. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's because cell phones don't use a dial tone, right? So, uh, though TV cell phones still did for a long time, like yes, when you hear people hang up and there would be a dial tone at the end, and it's like that doesn't happen ever anymore. Uh, it's a symbol. It is a symbol, but it's a weird one that doesn't make sense. Um, so, um, it's near the end of the show, so Fraser sort of apologizes and said, you know, Francesca, please call us back tomorrow and make sure you get on the air, mm-hmm. which, come on, with Weird Bruce, we don't, no guarantees, no, I gotta right. say. Right. So, you know, he signs off, and, and he goes, and he yells at Weird Bruce, and they said, like, there's, they drop, well... Bruce is like, hey, that was a good show, right? <laughs> and he's just like, hardly. You dropped three calls. The show started with a weird screeching noise <laughs> that was like deafening. Yeah. Sort of like our show. Uh, yeah, there's frequently that. I meant my voice. Oh. <laughs> and, and then, you know. No, I edit, that's because I edited it to make it more screechy. And then. <laughs> The potato, then he was, like, eating potato chips, which, Frazier, maybe don't do this, but, like, everyone can hear him crunching on the chips, which, um, we do this all the time. <laughs> like, on Dave and stream, I eat, are, eat. like, known for eating, like, chips on our, like, 
gaming stream, so it's just really funny. Yeah. So, I thought, like, Weird Bruce's reaction to this is like, you'll do better tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like, somehow it's Fraser's fault. Right. And, he, and he's just, like, so mad about this whole thing. Yeah. The thing is, like, Bruce is works in engineering, which makes me think, like, okay, he's not really a producer, but the one thing he should be able to do is push the right buttons. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, what he definitely he... pushed the right buttons on Frasier. Yeah, he does know how to push Frasier's buttons, but uh, it's, I don't know, it's just weird. It seems like this is the one thing he should be able to do right. Right. Uh, anyway, so then that's when Bulldog and Roz show up for their show, um, and at this point, it's been a week, uh, and... She is just walking around like, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, like, nothing, like... It takes a long time to recover from... I mean, I could see her not being on crutches, but she'd probably still be limping. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it takes a long time to recover from... If, if it's a bad enough ankle sprain that you had to go to the emergency room, a week later, you're probably not fine on it. Yeah. That takes a long time to heal from. So, we, uh, Frazier's in the hallway mm-hmm. talking to Gil. Yep. And Gil's having a party. Yeah, it's his... Fruity Damari party. Basically, it's fish. It's it's a fish party, celebrating fish. I would not want to go. Yeah. I mean, if I was a penguin, I would be all about it. <laughs> be like, delicious, walrus, sea lion, I would be there. <laughs> Definitely. Yep. You know who doesn't want to be there? Uh, guppies. I was going to say fish. Yes. Yeah. The um, band Fish. The band Fish probably doesn't want to be there. If you're, uh, so if you're going to, if you're ever invited to a Fruity Damari party, make sure to bring lots of horns and beach balls for all of the seals that are going to be at this party, just to play and bounce <laughs> and things like that. So, man, remember those sea lions we saw in San Francisco? Shout out to sea lions. Shout out to sea lions. They are loud. And smelly. They're a bit smelly. Yeah, but they are. Hopefully they're not listening right now. If they are, I'm sorry. You're uh, adorable. You're adorable. Makes up for it. And smelly. Uh, it's probably it's probably more like they eat fish, you know? Well, there is that, yes. There, there's that. There's you that. You know how the ocean is full of it. <laughs> it, it is. Is what I hear. Which means the area... I've never been to the ocean. <laughs> Which means the area with all the sea lions that have been eating the fish is basically just full of fish farts. Okay, so <laughs> the party is gonna be full of fish farts. It is gonna be um, full of fish farts. But so Gil's having this party, but he's already invited Roz, and there's mm-hmm. this rift between Roz and Fraser. And Fraser's just like, "Well, don't worry, it's gonna be over soon. Yeah, Bulldog's gonna screw up, and you know they're." He's going to hit on her, and she's going to get mad, and she's going to leave. Right. And she's bending over to pick something up, and she, he, Fraser's like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen right now. Mm-hmm. And Bulldog does not do anything. He, in fact, he bends over to help her pick right. it up. Right. Because probably she might still be hurt. Oh, right. But apparently not so hurt that she can't just easily. It's just taken a long time to collect all her things on yeah. the ground cuz she has dropped an entire boatload of things yeah, on the she, ground. she dropped a manuscript that she's been she writing. She dropped like 52 cards. <laughs> yeah. She's picking them up. Yeah. So, um but I really love like Gil and like Fraser like peeking through the window to see what's going to happen and like yeah. Gil's like 
I too entertained hopes for low comedy. <laughs> and it's just like, do you, how are, who talks like that? <laughs> I just love that Gil is so much snootier than Frasier. Like, you think Frasier is a snob, but he's not compared to Gil. Yeah, he's, he's basically, he's the caricature that, like, what when we look at Frasier, what we see, that's what Frasier sees what, probably when he looks at Gil. You're just like that same level of just like, what are you, what is wrong with you? So pretentious and terrible. Um, So they're still watching the show through the window and Gil is saying they have a delicious chemistry together. They do. And I really love this. Yeah. I'm going to go right out there and say Roz belongs as the producer of Bulldog Show because she, she, she just holds her own the entire time. Yeah, I mean, like, he says some gross stuff. And he does she just, say some really and, gross stuff. And, well, he does all yeah. the time. Well, yes. But she just sort of ignores it. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, they get through the show. Yeah. And, she, yeah, she certainly holds her own. Mm-hmm. So then we end up in this, like, montage scene. Yeah, because Frazier still doesn't have... He, he still thinks it's a matter of time before Bulldog screws up. But until that happens, he's still got a show to run, and he still needs a producer. So, so we're going so to have a montage. A montage of producers. <laughs> so the first one is an old woman that's just, like, chain-smoking. Yep. And, the, like, the, the booth is just, like, a big swirl of smoke. Yep. Um, and then there, the next, there's, like, a cat lady? Yeah. Who well, brings their cats to work? Well, not only does she bring the cats to work, I'm assuming she's only producing for one day. She decorates the studio with cat stuff immediately. Like, it's completely covered with, like, I, cat I calendars. feel like it's like, yeah. been longer than a day, but maybe not, because how, how, how long does she produce? Maybe it's, like, a week, so maybe... Maybe, I don't know. It's just, so, it seems unlikely that he would keep the, like, crazy cat lady producer for... Any amount of time. Yeah. How, I mean, the crazy cat lady producer is probably just gonna get fired from, like, bringing cats to work. Right. I mean, sadly, because yeah. if you could, everyone would bring their cats to oh, work. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. If it, uh, yeah. If it wouldn't be a disruption, I'd totally have a cat at work. Yes. I think everyone would work better. Does it have or they... Cute- wouldn't well, because no, because every cats. email would be like www exclamation point. Yeah, yeah, right. So it'd be very confusing. Yeah. Uh, next, the next person is apparently just the only issue is apparently that she has a low cut shirt and some large. Uh, um, she's a busty lady. She's busty. She's, she's busty. busty, and I guess it's distracting for Fraser because he's a horn dog. Yeah, because he's gross. Uh, yeah. He's gr- I mean, we don't know if, like, she's bad or not. We don't but, like, know. nothing about we can't her tell. implies that she would be bad as a producer. We don't know if the chain-smoking lady's bad either. Well, that's true. But there's nothing, definitely nothing other than Fraser being distracted by boobs that implies that she's not good at her like, job. Like, get out of yourself, Fraser. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, like... Uh, you know, from what we've seen, she's got to be better than the guy that just starts crying and tossing things around and is super yeah, shaky. Yeah, he's like a sad guy and he yeah. just gets, just, yeah, he says, he just like 
falls over on his desk because he's so, like, devastated yeah. by I don't know what. We don't know. Right. But he seems very sad. Like, yeah. maybe he shouldn't be at work that day. <laughs> right. And then there is a guy, old guy dressed like Martin with a hunting magazine just sleeping. Like, okay, I get the I get the problem with the cat person. I get the problem with a room full of smoke. I get the problem with the crying guy, and I get the problem with the, with the guy that's sleeping the whole time. But, well, like, Frazier talks about how he doesn't like smoking because he doesn't want Daphne to smoke in the apartment. Right. But... Of they're course, he doesn't like, say anything to Martin when they're smoking cigars. Yeah, I think it's his compromise because he's letting them, like... Or, no, no, he does say something. He he does say something when they have the Cubans, that he doesn't want them smoking oh, in the okay, apartment. Oh, okay, okay. That does happen. So... But, but again... The there's sleepy nothing man wrong with makes, cleavage lady. There's no, nothing. Nothing wrong with cleavage lady. Maybe she wore an an inappropriate outfit. Like it didn't meet the dress code. Maybe. That's easy to fix. That's yeah. easier to fix than a lot of the other things. That... But I mean, like, to me, I didn't think it was a big deal. Like, yeah. I was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, maybe the, the problem isn't with her, it's with Fraser being too distracting. Sure. Too distracted. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's it. It's, and that's... and it's She gross. might have been fantastic. Yeah. And, we do and, not know. And say, uh, to every, every, every man out there who might be in a position or, to hire or someone... Or anyone that... Well, anyone who might be in a position to hire someone uh, and, and they can't do their job because they're distracted by the other person... Uh, because they're too sexy or whatever. Yeah, get over yourself. Like, Dave works here just fine. I work here. I get through this with Diana sitting across from me every time, and it does not. Okay, it affects my brain, but it, I get through it. That I mean, that I wasn't even talking about that. I but it's what I'm I was talking, talking about. about. I was talking about you. Oh, and. And that I that I'm in a room with myself. Yes, so I was so talking sexy. about. Yeah, Dave is just so sexy that, that he's just a distraction to himself. Uh, that there is that too. That's why I sit with my back to the mirror because yeah. I just can't look at it. But like that's like learn to deal. Like that's how I learned to deal. You know, I don't I don't face any mirrors while we record this because I would just stare into it. Well, I mean, it's it helps that you're a vampire. So there is that too. Um, it just makes you sad, mostly. <laughs> just remind you right. of what you've lost. <laughs> There's that. But remind you what you've gained, which is eternity. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's that. So, um, we've met a whole bunch of producers, but Niles meets the goat boy. I love this. <laughs> I love this section. So, of course I do, because it takes place in Catherine and Rosa. All the better. Uh, so, Niles and Fraser are talking, and Niles is telling one of his, like, famous stories about Yoshi. Right. So, Yoshi go like, he finds, like, Yoshi's out there, like, cutting the topiaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but he... I, I think I missed, like, the very beginning of this, but he's out there cutting the topiaries, and they talk about, like, Fraser says, oh, I don't know why you get everything cut in the animals. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, Maris and I are both animal lovers, but <laughs> Maris... Maris can't have pets. Right. Because she just trusts anything that loves her unconditionally. <laughs> and after he says this, Niles just pauses for a second. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what does that mean about me almost? <laughs> right. And I and I really like this kind of like self-reflection mm-hmm. that he has for a second. Right. So then he continues on the story where Yoshi just got drunk 
and he's he's just like going crazy like trimming like trimming the like topiaries and the like crazy shapes like you know Edward Scissorhands style <laughs> right of you course. can't see me doing this Edward Scissorhands right. thing but it's happening I assure you um but so he turns you know Maris's prize stallion into an obscene goat boy <laughs> yes and and I I'm Okay, the cute complaining about Yoshi. Yoshi is going off the rails, like, constantly. <laughs> yeah. But he's, like, the best, like, yard guy, gardener guy. I don't even know what he does. He's like, a gardener. He's so, a gardener. But he must be so good that they can't fire him. Apparently. I mean, it, it seems that way. Like, with everything that he's done, that he's still working for them, seems pretty crazy. He must be real good. Really good. Um, but I, I... So, Frasier... <laughs> So Frasier's reaction to this is just like... There are worse things than seeing one's career go down the toilet. I could have my hedges cut into unattractive shapes. I just love... Because I, I gotta say, a goat boy to me is just more than an unattractive shape. Uh, yeah. It's like, that sounds intricate. <laughs> it does And it's intricate. obscene. Yeah. So Applying which is something, I, I, I mean, I you just use your imagination. <laughs> right. Um, and and it, it is fascinating to me. But I really love that, you know, Frasier's you know, talking denials like, hey, all these terrible things are happening to me. Right. Um, and his whole thing is just like, well, listen to my story and you'll feel better about yourself because <laughs> at least you don't have to deal with an obscene goat boy. <laughs> right. Um, which sounds kind of like a punk band. It does. It does. Or a ska band. Or a ska band. <laughs> so basically we find out Frasier um, is still waiting for Bulldog to make his move. It's been weeks. And I thought you were gonna say it's been one week. <laughs> it's been it's been several weeks, um, and he he's got to give up. Like he's got to give up. He's got to like if if you make this assumption that like, nobody has this long of a long con, like when it comes to just trying to sleep with somebody, especially somebody like Bulldog, like it doesn't. He should just give up. But um, that's when uh, Daphne and Martin show up, and like they were out buying shoes, mm, fewer tassels. Yeah, no, well... No church bells happening right now. No celebrations in Florence. Um, so, um... But they do light up when uh, Martin walks away. <laughs> which Fraser says, doesn't everyone. <laughs> and I'm just like, Goodbye. that is the meanest thing to say. But hilarious. It is hilarious. I love when Fraser gets grumpy. Mm -hmm. And says these these terrible things. Yeah. Because he says a lot of terrible things yep. when he gets a little grumpy. Mm -hmm. Um... And Martin just says, hey, why don't you just apologize right. to Ross? Right. Just do it. Yeah. And Frazier's just like, I think you're, like, missing the point. You're, like, missing why I don't want to, you know, it's like he's basically saying, like. He's saying that he'd have to admit that he's wrong. Right. But that's not, that's not how I wrote it down. Well, so it's, okay, so the first thing is he says, like, Martin's like, you'd have to admit that you're wrong. Fraser's like, that's it. Yes, of course. Uh, and then he's saying that, um, you know, and Daphne was like, you know, what's the big deal? You know, you just admit that you're wrong. It's fine. And, and Fraser's like, but you don't understand. You see, it's not the same as dad being wrong or you're being wrong. I have a degree from Harvard. Whenever I'm wrong, the world makes a little less sense. No, that is totally how I had it written. I was just misreading my notes. <laughs> okay. No, it is. I just was like, oh, I think I'm missing a part. Yeah, no. But I wasn't. But yeah, I just, wow, gosh. Yeah. Frazier, like, you're, just because you went to Harvard, I don't, I really do not, th maybe some people do, but I think most people that 
go and get like an education like they get to go to Harvard I I don't think they look down and on other people and say like well I went to Harvard and you didn't so you know my opinion me like my opinion is more important than yours yeah now some people say that and they, they haven't even been to college <laughs> right that's the internet comments uh-huh. that yes. is YouTube comments uh-huh. you know they're just 12 year old boys that are bored at home and, and they will argue with you. Right. Except the people that comment on our things. Almost everybody who comments on our stuff is yes, great. Yes, everyone that comments on our stuff is great. Yeah, so, so keep, keep doing up, that. Yeah, keep up the good work. Yeah. We love comments and hearing from you. Yeah. But anyway, Niles doesn't even know why Fraser wants Roz back. Because she's so pushy and opinionated. And I really like Fraser's response to this. Because I feel like it, it was... You didn't hear this as much in the 90s. I think this was around the time when you started hearing about this kind of stuff more. Yeah, where basically it's... He makes a great point, which is that when you call women pushy, that's a thing that you would accept in a man as just being assertive. And um, it's a really great point, right up until Daphne says that she agrees with him and and he cuts her off and he's like, Daphne, I can handle this. (laughs) <laughs> which, which happens a lot in the show where, like, the, the, they're making a point about something and somebody will say something and they'll just, you, you don't, you're not even doing what you're saying. Right. 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 And, and that's, that happens a lot on the show. And I think it's, like, really funny because it's just showing that, like, Frasier isn't actually any better. Mm-hmm. Though, I mean, he does, I, I do still like that he, even though he doesn't totally seem to get it. Mm-hmm. He does call Niles sexist, and yes. I, I think like that's important. It is, yeah. Um, um people don't want to call out other people. Yeah, but people, you gotta call people out. You gotta call people out. It's Sometimes people do not realize what they're even doing or what yeah. they're saying. They, yeah. they, they just do not get it. And sometimes yeah. it takes somebody else to be like, "Hey, wake up." Yeah. Speaking um, of waking up, uh, Fraser is you know he's saying he doesn't want to. You know, he's not ready to swallow his pride, but, you know, he knows, he kind of knows that he has to, and and he's leaving, and that's when his his producer walks in, uh, and it is just like, you know, next time when the show's over, wake me up. I, I, he just, like, walks out. Yeah, but the thing is, like, Bulldog and Roz have their show right after Frasier's. If Frasier left and he was still in the studio sleeping, were they just doing the show with this, like... Guy sleeping well, in the studio. Well, I feel like this. Uh, we'll get a callback later on in the episode to how hard it is to wake this man up. Well, that's true, but I'm just thinking like, so uh, did Roz just have to like wheel a chair in or something? Yeah, yeah. Just wheel him to the just side. Just wheel this guy out in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Just like sleeping in the hallway. Yep. Yeah. So, um, uh, so one thing we we know we're gonna find out: you can't teach an old bulldog new tricks. That's the section title. We are at Roz's apartment. Twice in one episode. Um, so they are having a little meeting in the restaurant booth area. <laughs> a little like uh, team work meeting. Right. And um, and he's talking about like, oh, this is how I want to format the next episode, and she's just like, no, you can't do that. And right. he's like, oh, you're always trying to like make it so I can't do these things. Uh-huh. And, uh, and she's like, well, no, you can't do that because I got you an interview with Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> right. Amazing. That is amazing. amazing. We also got an interview with Wayne Gretzky. 
Um, but he couldn't make it. He couldn't make it, yeah. Um, so, and I really like this because he has that same uh, thing that he always does, which is like... This is awesome! This is total brilliance! This is a pinched nerve! Ah. Yeah, he, he gets too excited. He gets too pumped. He can slam his face into stuff without injuring anything, but if he... he Moves his arms wrong, apparently. He pinches a nerve in his neck. Because uh, he's got himself an old football injury from getting his head rammed in a locker when he was trying to interview Mike Ditka. So. I just love that it refers to that as, like, a football injury. Uh-huh. And it's, like, really great. So, you know, Roz, he was like, oh, let me help you with that. Mm-hmm. And, like, starts massaging, like, his neck and his shoulders and... She's going on like, you know, I was kind of hesitant about this working out, but, you know, I think we have really good chemistry together, and, like, I really like, you know, working with you, and, like, maybe, you know, let, I, I really enjoying everything. Right. Um, and Bulldog's eyes are lighting up. Yeah. He's just like, oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's actually, um... It's funny you said that they're lighting up because I, I think of it in... I was thinking of the... I would not describe the face he's making as his eyes lighting up because it seems almost predatory, the looks that he gets in this moment. Like, where he's just like, it's time. Like, he's he's realized that, like, the trap is about to be sprung. Well... Uh, uh, so Bulldog asks if, uh, they saw, if she still has some of that wild turkey left, and yep. she does. Yep. So Roz goes to the kitchen to, to pour them a drink. Yep. Bulldog has in a luggage, a giant bag. Yep. Because he springs into action. So, so his nerve wasn't that pinched. Apparently not. And, um, so I kind of wonder if he faked the pinched nerve. Maybe, um... Yeah, I mean, there is definitely a question of whether or not he's he's faking this. But uh, he puts up, like, a boombox with some uh-huh. music on. Uh-huh. He, like, okay, one, he takes all his clothes off as fast as possible. Right, he rips his shirt off so fast that you can hear buttons scattering across the room. And, and he's throwing, like, rose petals out, and he's got, like, candles <laughs> and, like... Essential oils <laughs> uh, and, like, feathers and... Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming one of those is a French tickler. I can only just assume. I can only just assume. I don't even. I don't think we get to see even the bottom of what's in that bag. No, no. Uh, um, this is a big bag. He, he is not taking out half. He takes out some handcuffs and he's just like, not in the first date. <laughs> right. And it's just like, this is not a date. Right. Right. And uh, he's like trying to like roast the bed up, which <laughs> right. Dave has informed me was. Warming up the rose petals. I think. I think to um, make them have a stronger aroma. That's what I think. I'm. I'm I, I would assume me. too, but good. it looks more like he's going to set the bed on fire. It does look like he's going to set the bed on fire. And but you know I what? I think that's what he's trying to do. He did set the fire, uh-huh. and it's been burning since he set it. <laughs> so the Billy Joel song is not about the this. Been turning. No, just since he oh, okay. started it. Okay, just that. Um, and I also like the back and forth here because, like, Roz and Bulldog are clearly having two very different conversations. Um, because, you know, uh, Bulldog's wondering if, like, she and Frazier have ever worked together like this. And, um, and Roz is like, yeah, but he complained I talked too much. And 
and like obviously she doesn't you know she's not talking about what bulldog thinks she's talking about because he's like i always figured you for a screamer and turns out she is because she screams the moment she walks into the room she is mad she is real mad she's madder than fraser was at bruce uh, because, and she just starts, like, hitting him and screaming at him and calling him a pervert, and... And she, like, opens the, like, balcony doors and uh-huh. throws the clothes off, like, his clothes off the balcony. Right. But my favorite line, I think possibly my favorite line in this entire thing is when she's hitting him and yelling at him and everything, and he just, like, yells for her to stop, and then he's just like, like, I'm getting some real mixed signals here. And like, like, it's so, I love it because it's so perfect for Bulldog. Like, it's a terrible thing in real life, but for Bulldog, it's such a good line, um, the idea of these mixed signals and this, and that's what triggers the, like, yeah, the throwing of everything out the window. And like, it even has his, like, because he's got his wallet in his pocket and he's like, like, what are you doing? Like, just... Well, I like that he's not really totally mad that she threw the clothes off. It's more like, what? Like, I, hey, my wallet's in there. Yeah. It's more like his wallet's in there, not really his clothes. Well, is it, that's the thing. I feel like if his wallet isn't in there, he'd be upset about the clothes. But, like, the thing is, if, you, if someone takes his clothes, they've also taken his wallet. You know, it's like if somebody threw your wallet out the window you're going to be pretty upset about that regardless of anything else that's going on because it could be so easily stolen i think is the point oh yeah people are always flipping my wallet out windows (laughs) guys you need to stop it's really not funny (laughs) i don't like it i don't know i think it's funny every time but um so bulldog runs out fraser's there Fraser's got some flowers. He would. He, oh, he doesn't run out. I think Roz opens the door and it's just like out, right? Oh, yeah, I, I guess yeah. But I mean, Bulldog almost runs into him and Fraser's right. there. He's got his flowers. He clearly had decided to swallow his pride, but Fraser doesn't. doesn't Fraser doesn't ever get. He just a saw sees like half naked Bulldog storming out, mm-hmm. and he just says, "I'm listening." Uh-huh. Um, I mean, at come least this on. Time, yeah, but I mean, I will say at least in this situation. For once, Fraser was right. He's still wrong about the way he handled it, but at least he was right. Like, so much of stuff that happens to him is based on misunderstandings, but at least in this one situation, he was correct. I think, but I don't know, was this really Bulldog's goal the entire time, or did this just happen because... Roz touched Bulldog, and Bulldog's like, she wants it! Yeah, see, that's, like, okay, so we started discussing this yesterday and decided we had to hold off until the podcast. I think this was actually, like, a long con level, like, seduction thing. I I don't think that because Bulldog is too dumb. Bulldog, okay, so Bulldog is dumb, but he's also manipulative and, like... But I also feel like he's kind of, he is kind of sad and has feelings because, you know, like when he gets kicked out by his, like, girlfriend in the first season, he feels bad. Like, you know, he's like, oh, well, you know, he feels sad about it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's a compromise. Maybe it's somewhere in between where maybe the entire thing wasn't just to get with Roz. 
but maybe working with her for a while, he viewed the possibility of going to her apartment and working with her that night as a day to try and make something happen. See, I I wanted to say, like, oh, well, it was obviously planned because he has a giant bag full of French ticklers. <laughs> right. And I want to say... I feel like Bulldog might just carry around a bag full of French ticklers to everywhere. <laughs> uh, that's possible. Um, I, but I feel like he would bring it anywhere where he thinks something's going to happen. And in this situation, I think he thinks it's going to happen. And Yeah, so maybe it's not all of the like weeks that all of this has been happening. But I think the, this particular night, that's his plan. It's try and make something happen. Whether it's been a long con or not, I don't know. But I think this particular night, it was planned. This is what he expected to have happen. I, possibly. I feel like maybe that's what the show is implying. Mm-hmm. I just, I just think Bulldog is just too dumb for this. I just don't think, I, one, I don't think he would have gone this long. Right, but... They make it seem like Fraser's just like, well, no, he's gonna be more subtle because Roz won't fall for this. And I'm just like, is it really all this... Is Roz really worth all this trouble? Like, to me, I just... I can't imagine. I'm just like, if someone's not interested in you, you're just like, okay. And then you, like, moonwalk away. Like, you're, (laughs) you're, like, done. And then maybe they might be like, well, that was a really good moonwalk. I, like, blew my chance. And you're just like, yeah. I mean, because you moonwalk back and you say, yeah. And then you, like, moonwalk back (laughs) out of the room again. Uh But, like, it's too late then. Yeah. Like, you're just, I I just, like, you don't, you're not going to, like, keep being interested in somebody that is constantly like no no thank you i don't want you just you're just like okay that's fine i'm Mm -hmm. not i don't think asking somebody more than a couple times if they're into you is really appropriate yeah no i agree like i understand like feelings can change like maybe become friends and then like five years later you end up going out Mm -hmm. but in this situation like where bulldog's constantly hitting on rods i'm just like you think he would get the message, but maybe he's just so dumb. Again, he's so dumb. He's yeah. just like, I don't care. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Tell us what you think. Yeah, tell us what you think. Let us know if you think he was planning it the entire time, planning it that particular night, or if it just sort of happened and he always has that bag with him. Um. So, I like this little, the end scene with Bulldog, and he has, like... I don't know, why wouldn't he just use Weird Bruce? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, like, he has a sleeping guy, and mm-hmm. he's, like, sleeping in there, and, like, he's trying to, like, wake him up. It's, like, in the middle of a show, and he's, like, yeah. yelling into the mic and, like, tapping it and everything yeah. to wake Whistling him up. Whistling into it. And, which means if you're listening to his show, yeah. you're hearing Well, maybe really... he can mute it so only, like, the producer hears that. Maybe. I don't know. The, uh, I was wondering about that if you... if he, Oh, People yeah, yeah, he does that him. sometimes. Because Frasier does that sometimes, where he'll, like, push a button so he's only talking to Roz. Yeah. Um, so I guess so, that's So, but possible. he, like, goes out of the room and he's, like, using the, like, like horn to, right, like, right. honk into his ear. Right. And, like, he's just, like, sleeping and sleeping. Yeah. So at the very end, he actually stops and checks his pulse. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's good. Because I was just like, at this point, I'd be like, is this guy dead? This guy might be dead. So... I like that at the very end he checks it and then, but like we don't even see his reaction to that. So, all right, anything else that you wanted to say on this? Okay, so drinks in this episode, obviously the wild turkey. We brought that up a couple times, and uh, 
Also, they they have some uh, Sherry and some Valentine. Uh, so the callers, uh, Marie, the one who uh, was dating the forty year old guy, is was played by Carly Simon. Uh, and then uh, Francesca with the abandonment issues was played. He's by, so vain. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, was played by Rosie Perez. So um, okay, and then with that. This has been episode 212, Raw's in the Doghouse, and this is TJ Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good night!